0: On this episode of Delivering Marketing Joy, we talk with Charity Gibson, the new rising star, and she tells us about how she deals with change and also the best advice she's ever gotten. another edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Haasman, and I am super excited today to have a repeat guest with me, uh, Charity Gibson, who's the new National Accounts Coordinator with Peerless. But most recently, I mean, literally before, since I've asked these questions to you, you have been named as a rising star in our industry, so congratulations.
1: Thank you very much.
0: And thanks for oh, joining me. That very funny.
1: The <laughs> like, did you already have that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's really cool. Anytime you get uh, recognition, I think it's pretty cool and humbling and all that stuff. So good for you.
1: Thank you very much.
0: You bet. So I want to jump in here. Um, we kind of touched on it there. You've taken on a new role um, kind of in the industry with Peerless. And I, I think change can sometimes be scary for a lot of people. Um, so what made you decide to take the leap and how did you know it was time?
1: Well, so I could, um a very interesting perception on change. I guess from a very young age, I have been forced to change unknowingly. So my mom would move me from town to town. I moved 21 times in 20 years as a kid. Um, very transient in that case, we would just kind of go wherever somebody would take us in. If we had a place to stay or somewhere to live, they would you know, be that home for us. And so uh, a lot of times that was different places. In Tucson where I grew up, Sometimes that meant me picking up and moving once was Cheyenne, Wyoming. Another time was Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Hmm. So I've been kind of all over um, the country, which is fun. Hmm. Uh, With that, you're changing schools, you get new friend groups. You just have to become, you know, adaptable. Hmm. And so for me, change is the only constant. It's very Hmm. comfortable for me. And um, the one thing that I was very diligent about when I started doing Banana was that I don't want to be the person that jumps from job to job. I want to figure out how to stay, how to make it work, how to accomplish my goals. And so for a long time, I was very hesitant. Even when I wanted to quit, I tried to fire myself every day um, and kept coming back to work and rehiring myself. So how's that for persistence? But um, past that, I actually was talking to Mark Graham about two and a half years ago now, and we were talking about something my business advisor said. All of the speaking, going on tour, being at every trade show, and being... um, a personality within the industry is what I love to do, but when you're a distributor doing those types of things, one, you're teaching your competition how to sell against you mm-hmm. and compete in your space and giving away trade secrets, which is fine, but we love to do that because it elevates the industry as a whole. Um, but at the same time, it's not revenue generating.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: talking to the business advisor, he said, "You know, if you want to continue doing this, quit promo kitchen, quit traveling on the you know, trade show circuit, and go monetize your speaking. Go speak to the AMAs and ad week and do these things uh, on the national level with whether have the opportunity to give business when it's done. Right. And uh, I can't quit promotion because mm-hmm. you guys are my family and this industry is like my family and so it really became passion over paycheck at that point and I didn't know what to do, so what to do I was I just to, to the supplier side or what how you I ended up a- going to Green Banana Social, after talking with my grandma a little bit, and using Facebook and Twitter, all those things that I love to do on a daily basis, um, to really put those to work for me and my family. Mm. And so that was the beginning of it. And after taking on a couple of clients, went and worked with Next, and they were fortunate, uh, or I was fortunate to go on with them and get my first, uh, my toes wet on the supplier side of things as their West Coast representation, and it was a huge change. So... Um, learning supplier ways of doing things, and manufacturing because they're a manufacturing facility as well, and getting to understand the intricacies of the supply chain that distributors really have a very limited knowledge of, even after 15 years. Mm. And um, knowing when it was time to change from Next to Peerless, one, they gave me the opportunity, and you can't turn that down. Um, They're a fantastic company to work for. Dan Edge and his crew, um, winning awards for being the greatest company to work for, and it's no joke. There's no fabrication or any fluff there or anything. Hmm. You walk in, and all of a sudden you're family. So if you ever have a chance to get to the payrolls facility in New York, walk in, and you just walk on with open arms, like from the, from the office staff to the out in the um, production facility. Super cool. Um, but also scalability. I think um, there wasn't the a position that I was in with Next, um, was, we weren't able to scale. There's a level of growth and having a reputation that's national and putting me in a box when I've never had a box in my entire life, pretty difficult thing. So when Dan said, you have no box, go fly and be free. And instead of having to you know, be a duck, I could be an eagle, as John Maxwell says, <laughs> I couldn't turn it down. So it, it was, there was no other opportunity or no other um
0: it wasn't a choice. It was just say
1: yes. So that's, that's a long winded
0: explanation for that. <laughs> no, it's really good though. Congrats. That's um, <clears throat> it's it's exciting whenever you do get to take on uh, new challenges or new roles. And so in it, it when you're starting a new business or a new role like that, what do you think you or anybody else who's doing that needs to focus on?
1: Well, so this is a really interesting. Question. Mm. Because I think when you come to a new position, you immediately want to start doing, mm. and you immediately want to start producing results, and you immediately just want to jump in with both hands. And I think sometimes we forget to um, aim twice and shoot once. Mm. So coming to this role, you know, obviously it was important for me to figure out what Dan wanted for me mm. um, and for his team and for you know, the future of the company, both short term and long term. So I think it's important to focus on just taking a minute to breathe and assessing the situation and um, figuring out what works and what doesn't work. And then um, I have here, get get a baseline, form a plan, um, attack that plan and then assess it again, Hmm. adjust the the plan or adjust the method maybe and then rinse and repeat. Hmm. And um, it's difficult to get a baseline and be able to measure those results but it's imperative because how else are you going to measure your success unless you know the rules are applying by so right. as much as i don't like rules and i'm not a big fan of structure that you know it's just a really good um i think it's a good formula and it's you know just working you have to know where you are so that you know where you're going and you can look back and see where you've been
0: that's cool that's good i like that great advice kind of listen figure out what you're doing and then create the vision um so um, final question for you. Um, I know you mentioned promo kitchen a little bit earlier, um, and promo kitchen is all about mentorship. So the, the final question kind of made, that was, this is where this comes from is, um, you know, we all have mentors. So what was some of the best advice you've ever gotten in business?
1: I've gotten so much advice in business <laughs> and, um, I'm sure that it, there's probably a million cliches mm-hmm. that sure. I've been potentially ever give to somebody. Um, I don't know, you're a big, very, big Gary Vee fan, so the whole just hustle harder kind mm. of you know, thing, that there's, you don't ever want to get outworked. Mm. And um, the idea that, um, what, I can't even think of the actual phrase right now, and I had it in my head all morning long, but the um, talent, mm. Me out with this yeah. <laughs> so so the, the
0: concept being that that you can outwork talent. Can outwork talent. Yeah. yeah.
1: And and um, I'm a talented person, mm-hmm. and the thought that someone could outwork me and you know could shine even brighter by working harder and being even more committed gave me that much more more motivation because yeah, that's right. Sometimes we rest on our laurels. Being, I'll admit, I I do I I get things very quickly. I understand concepts, and sometimes it's like okay, well. It's, through it, And then I wonder why some people are reaching goals faster than me or, you know, getting farther ahead than I am, and it's because they don't quit and they don't stop and they, you know, it's like they just sit there and they paddle harder and they push harder and they go further. And so that um, that definitely is it. And then um, something that I have thought about, and I'm sure that I've heard it as kind of like an amalgamation of everything that's like coming into me, but the idea that when you're brought into an organization to make change, you can sometimes have the um, you get to hearing what everybody's doing and how everything is working, and all of a sudden you start to conform because that's the way that it was, and you don't want to ruffle feathers. It becomes uncomfortable to be the change maker, and to just remember you're hired to bring change. So be comfortable being that change maker, even if it's an island. Innovation island is a lonely place. Be okay being lonely, and you know, keep on innovating and making change. And going against the current because that's what's going to bring the difference. Otherwise, you're going to continue
0: getting those same results. So Mm, I like it. That's really good stuff. Well, cool. Charity, you've answered my question. Uh, I give everybody the chance to ask me a question if you've got one. I do, finally. Last
1: time I didn't have one and it (laughs) ended up being some stupid thing about your favorite beer or something. (laughs) No, but today I actually do. So my question for you is if you could trade places with one person in the industry for a week.
0: Who would that be and why? Mm, man, that's a good question. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, That's really good. I haven't been asked that before. If I could trade places with one person in the industry, who would it be and why? Um, there's several, right? Um, so, the, the, and I'll just give you a rapid fire of the people that pop into my head. I think it would be super interesting to walk in Mark Graham's shoes. I think it would be very interesting to walk in Danny Rosen's shoes, Bobby Leahy. But if I were – if I were – and, of course, I have to say Bill Petrie because, you know, <laughs> there's a bro, bromance there. Uh, but <clears throat> actually the person
1: – He has pers- pretty spooky shoes too. Those Van Halen Chucks he rocks. Yeah, I mean – right?
0: Like, <laughs> but I think the person that actually pops into my head and I say, OK, the person I'd like – Paul Bellantone. That would probably be the person. I think it would be super interesting to see the industry through his eyes. Um uh, I like to think I have perspective, but I know Paul has perspective, and so I think that would probably be, you know, after I've kissed all those rear ends leading up to it, um, I think it's I think Paul Belintones probably the the answer. So, good question. Yeah, fun.
1: That's a fun one. That's
0: cool. Well, you know,
1: you, do you want like me? I can lend you a pair of heels. For the day You know, what's you know, funny. My shoes for a week?
0: Yeah, it's funny. I actually thought of you, but I, I don't think I can pull off your outfits. So that was. Really- <laughs> that was the deal so no that's cool so thank you so much Charity I really appreciate you taking the time and uh, we'll do it again sometime okay
1: sounds great have a good
0: one cool well that wraps up this Delivering Marketing Joy we'll see you next time